You are listening to Concrete Conversations, an informative podcast brought to you by the Concrete Masonry Association of Australia. We represent the concrete masonry and segmental paving manufacturers in Australia. Our podcast will discuss technical information and case studies with some special guests from our industry. I'm your host, Kathy Inglis, on behalf of the Concrete Masonry Association. In today's Concrete Conversations, I'm joined by Jack Wang, a member of the engineering team at the Concrete Masonry Association. So welcome, Jack. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Today, we're going to talk about the important topic of weatherproofing of masonry. And with all the weather we've been having lately, it's very important to make sure that buildings are weathertight. So, Jack, getting on to this topic, why is weatherproofing of masonry so important? Yeah, so weatherproofing is actually one of the six key performance provisions listed in the National Construction Code. It states that all parts of your home need to be weatherproofed to prevent damage to the interior of your house and any water-sensitive components. And that's a very important thing. So what happens when we don't weatherproof buildings? Yeah, so it's a big concern for the physical well-being of your home since it can cause swelling walls, rotting of timber frames, which can even cause structural damage. It can also lead to health issues since a lack of weatherproofing often leads to extended exposure to mould and mildew which can really reduce the quality of the air you breathe in your own home and it can even lead to asthma attacks. I think most people would think that concrete masonry and concrete block walls are essentially waterproof, but this isn't actually true, is it? Yeah, it's not. So concrete masonry is actually a water-resistant material. It's not waterproof. Concrete's considered porous, meaning it has tiny holes that allow air and water to slowly make its way through. While water can't freely pass through concrete masonry, It can pass through over time through hydrostatic pressure or capillary action. Water can also enter at cracks, structural defects, or even improperly designed joints. The amount of water that can make its way through is typically really little, but if you give it enough time, the water infiltration can really create the negative effects that I've mentioned earlier. One of the best ways to weatherproof any building construction is to have a cavity system. So with masonry, it's typically a veneer cavity construction and then you have a certain size cavity and that cavity allows the water not to ingress to the inside of your dwelling. So can you explain a bit more about that, Jack? Yeah, so the cavity mitigates any material that moisture can travel across, you know. It's, it's like there's no bridges in the cavity for any moisture to, to make its way into the interior of your house. And uh, it should be noted, though, that if the cavity is bridged in any way, that this provision is not necessarily true and other waterproofing options must be considered. Yeah. So a properly built cavity construction will not allow the water to progress into the inside of the home. And that's always combined with appropriate damp-proof courses and flashings. So maybe you could explain a bit more about that. Yeah, so damp-proof courses, also known as DPC, They prevent moisture migrating from the ground up the wall through capillary action. DVC is pretty much just a waterproof sheet, like a material that acts as a horizontal barrier. And flashings are waterproof barriers that collect water penetrating the exterior and redirect it away from the building interior. They're typically used in conjunction with weep holes to discharge the water. Otherwise, the moisture can end up accumulating in the cavity. And that's well explained because it's very important to be able to get the water, any water that's there, out to the outside of the structure, but also to make sure nothing can rise up from the ground and that's what the DPC does. Yes, that's correct. 
So there's basic tools designers can use when you're detailing external walls to make sure you get your cavity or veneer system so that you don't have any water issues. If you're looking at solid or single skin walls, you have to deal with it differently. So what do you do in those cases then, Jack? Yeah, so in those cases, AS3700 states that for these systems, a weather-resistant coating on the exterior surface must be applied. So these coatings can include acrylic-based paints, water-repelling coatings, or waterproof renders. So each coating has its own specific requirements, such as how many coats should be applied and the order these coats are applied on the wall. Also worth noting that weatherproofing the internal face of single-leaf walls are available but fall outside the scope of the Australian standards. And this type of waterproofing prevents water from entering occupied space. Thanks for explaining that, Jack. And I think it's worth recognising that coming in the National Construction Code 2022, that any masonry built to AS3700, the standard, is deemed to meet the performance requirements of the National Construction Code for weather tightness. This recognises the historical performance of masonry in weather tightness of buildings because they are cavity-built systems. So just to summarise what we've been discussing, Jack, so we know that weather tightness is very important for buildings because of health issues and building structural issues and the building performance. So we need to make sure we do that and you've summarised well. So the main points of that are that you need to ensure that you've got weather tightness, you meet the masonry standard, but one of the best ways to do that is to have a cavity construction which you get for concrete masonry. Yes, that's correct. It's just important to make sure to follow the Australian standards on the construction and detailing of cavity and single-leaf masonry weatherproofing to prevent the structural damages and the negative health effects it can have. Well, thank you, Jack. In addition to the weather tightness, it's important about the durability and concrete masonry is one of those materials that will withstand all sorts of weather events. So if you do your weather tightness details properly, you will have a building that won't have structural damage and won't have ill health effects. So thank you, Jack, for joining me on Concrete Conversations today. All good. Thank you, Cathy, for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We're always looking for ideas of what to talk about. If you have an idea of what you would like to hear, there is a link in our show notes to let us know.